The following podcast is provided by Pinnacle Senior Placements, LLC, and Answers for Elders Radio. And welcome back, everyone, to Answers for Elders Radio. When we are here, happy holidays with Daphne Davis from Pinnacle Senior Placements. And Daphne, um, I'm so glad you're with us for this hour. And one of the things that, you know, we touched on last segment that I really want to explore a little bit is about adult family homes. And, you know, you certainly made a believer out of me, which I didn't used to be. (laughs) And I don't know why, probably because I didn't know enough. And so if I didn't know enough, um, I can imagine that our listeners don't know about that this is a very viable option for senior loved ones. And um, I would love to have you share a little bit about adult family homes and, you know, and how, how they're different and unique. That would be my pleasure because they are kind of a well-kept secret. And if you do mm-hmm. know about them, here in the state of Washington, we've had adult family homes since the mid-90s, and we've had our ups and downs through an industry of growth. Um, and so in Western Washington, we've had some negative news about adult family homes years ago, and so your exposure might be on a negative note. And I would love to be able to just share a little bit about what is the value of an adult family home and how do they function and, and what can they really do? And so mm-hmm. it's going to be my pleasure. I, I cut my teeth. That's where I learned all about elder care was in adult family homes. And that was in the late 90s and uh, moving into the early 2000s. And I helped families uh, decide what adult family home would be best for them. And I was working for a particular organization that had eight adult family homes. And so I really wow. got to learn the ins and outs, um, not only just the daily routine, but what are the laws that regulate adult family homes and how are they um, set up to work effectively and what kind of health care can you have? Um, Is there activities? Do they have outings? All the things that people may not be aware of. And so Mm -hmm. in the state of Washington, we are very involved. Um, There are 3,300 adult family homes in the state of Washington. And I would say... Yeah, there's a lot. I would say there's got to be at least 100 to 1,000 RCWs and WACs that regulate adult family homes. A broad is anything that can be done in a a nursing home or a rehab facility can be done in an adult family home except for intramuscular shots and usually not any kind of trach work, breathing work. That's that's um, mm-hmm. there's exceptions to that. There are some homes that do that, mm-hmm. but not typically. And so, adult family homes um, usually have a maximum of six people that live in them. Recently, last year, we've had a new law that said some homes can expand to eight people, and there's they're implementing that this year. Uh, there are mm-hmm. some homes that have eight people in them now, so they are starting to get more of a a larger adult family home, small assisted living field. Mm -hmm. Um, You have a community of people. In an adult family home, you usually will have your own bedroom. Many times, 50% of the time, you'll have your own bathroom or shared with one other person. And it's a a house that has the living room, bathroom, kitchen, backyard, front yard, um, everything that you would have in your own home, except you have 24-hour care. And so sometimes people are like, oh, I don't want somebody hanging over me. 
no, 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 no. You still have all the privacy that you want and you can have your interaction with people that you may want. So introverts mm-hmm. and extroverts alike do well in this environment. I will, um, my personal bias is, is that if someone needs help in advocating for themselves, asking for things, um, getting a little support so they don't have a tumble to the floor, you know, just a little extra help getting out of a chair. Adult family homes can sometimes be the perfect scenario because that care can happen without a loved one even really realizing it's happening. A caregiver is yes. in the room and, you know, in the living room and sees that, you know, Joan needs to, you know, she's trying to get up out of her chair, but she just can't quite do it. She's on the third time to try and get up. And all she may need is just a little help on her elbow and just to mm-hmm. give her that momentum. And she doesn't even know that she was helped. It's, it's right. care with dignity without a high risk. And, yes. and so yeah. I, I really like that. The other piece that people get a little nervous about sometimes is, well, how do you socialize? What if I don't like everybody that's there? Very, very valid point. And that's where a company mm-hmm. like Pinnacle is really important because we listen to what your life is like. You will be talking to the right. sons and daughters and, and to the client themselves and figuring out what does your life look like? Do you like to go out and get head the mm-hmm. petunias? Do you want to putter in the garage? Do you want to just, you know, be in the kitchen and get your own cup of tea? Mm-hmm. What things are normal for you? And then we, because of our experience, help find the right fit. That's the piece that makes adult family homes magical. I do have a strong bias here. If you're looking for an adult family home by yourself, and and this is my bias, I'll own it, I don't know how you could possibly find the right adult family home without the help of someone who knows the homes. It's like having right. a specialized realtor. So that piece, the magical piece of having an adult family homework is matching up personalities, matching up philosophies of care, matching up style of the day. How flexible are mm-hmm. they? Is this a home that likes to watch the extra innings of the Mariners? Is this a home that, you know, listens to... Um, you know, a, a live television church service on Sundays, um, is that important to you? Those details are what make the next chapter of life mm-hmm. dignified mm-hmm. and purposeful. Well, and, and certainly I know for seniors, if they have a little bit of dementia, um, you know, they may not be in a situation where they have to have full-blown Alzheimer's care, but sometimes if you've got beginning stages of a dementia, a large community can be overwhelming. Um, you know, yeah. having that calmness of a private, you know, smaller um, area to keep things like in a home environment is so valuable. And certainly for for an adult family home, that is, a, a, you know, a good thing, right? Is that is that true it that is. I've heard that? Oh, absolutely. True sentence. I, there is definitely a place for large memory care. There's definitely a place for assisted living for someone, you know, coming out of their home Mm -hmm. and and pretty independent in their, their living style, not Mm -hmm. discrediting any of those, but it's valuable to look at an adult family home for the dementia client, the person who's struggling with that disease process because of the Mm -hmm. level of flexibility 
And because this is, this is a, a pretty well-known philosophy of care, a behavior mm-hmm. is an unmet need. And the only way to right. meet unmet needs of someone is to know them intimately and to be around them enough to know that, you know, George is a little off today. He seems a little crabby. I wonder why. And to look back and see, you know, did he have his breakfast this morning? Nope, he didn't feel like eating breakfast. Well, maybe he's hungry. Maybe he needs some protein. And for a caregiver yeah. to be able to, to go and get, you know, hey, let's let's have a boiled egg or his favorite thing is, you know, um, mm-hmm. a sausage, whatever. And to be able to get that for him, not only being able to be flexible mm-hmm. to have whatever he needs, but the awareness that he needs it. Mm-hmm. And that and consistency of relationships. relations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And the having the same the caregivers. Care yep. Yeah. That's exactly yeah, that right. Makes total the sense. other thing. Yep. The other thing that happens is the familiarity. Um, there's something to be said for a home with dementia care. I mean, it, it has a hallway, a short hallway. It has the mm-hmm. smells of a home. It has the refrigerator. I mean, maybe they just need to keep opening up that refrigerator door. That was a habit that they did, and, you know, they don't need to get anything out of it, but they just need to open the refrigerator door. Let them yeah, open the refrigerator yeah. door. Uh, if that yeah. gives them a sense of grounding, let them do it. Um, the well, other thing and that I can think also, for, go ahead. Sorry. Well, the other thing that can happen in having that consistency of care is that the person who is struggling with dementia can also find purpose in the relationships that they have with the other residents. Now, I know that sounds a little bizarre because someone's usually cognitively challenged, but there is a magical thing that happens in terms of relationship of of our elders when having cognitive challenges. And they, mm-hmm. they're drawn to each other, and having a sense of purpose is what really makes us keep moving forward. Getting out of yes. our own thoughts, getting out of our yes. own woe is me, and having somebody mm-hmm. else to watch. And when you're sitting in a living room, and you're all laughing at the same wheel of fortune, and some people are getting, no, you already said B, don't ask for B again, and the other person's <laughs> watching them yeah. laughing at it, before you know it, they're all laughing. Being off of each other, the small environment can be absolutely wonderful. And once the care staff get to know, they can anticipate. Like, for example, you know, if mom or dad, if if their dementia is starting to act up a little bit more in a particular day, it's like they know enough to say, you know, I wonder if they have a UTI. You know, I wonder if something's going on because they're dialed in, because they only have six people to take care of. It's not like it's a big wing of people that, you know, there isn't that sense of connection that they certainly get into an adult family home environment. Yeah, it is a different feel. Um, And and there are larger communities that can have that connection, and it, it is about mm-hmm. the caregiver and their heart and their willingness to step out of themselves and, and having the calling of being a caregiver. Um, so it can happen, but I do think adult family homes are such viable options that most of us don't even know about. I'm thrilled to be able to talk about this because I think it's so important. And, and um, you know, we are going to talk a little bit more about this topic and our holiday season with Daphne Davis. And Daphne, before we go into our break, how do we reach you again? It's at 
734-1500 and our website pinnacleseniorplacement.com wonderful and Daphne will be right back right after this the preceding podcast was provided by Pinnacle Senior Placements LLC and Answers for Elders Radio to contact Pinnacle Senior Placements go to pinnacleseniorplacements.com Hey everybody, Jared Sebesti, your host of Retire Repurposed. This podcast is dedicated to help people transition into fulfilling and purposeful retirements. Retirement is a big life change. In fact, the two most dangerous years of a person's life are the year they were born and the year they retire. Few people could just flip the switch from working a career 30 or 40 plus years retiring on Friday without methodical steps to living what we call a repurposed retirement. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.